In-depth news features from NHK World Japan. Back on top and aiming high. Megashira rank-and-file combatants had been throwing their weight around, winning the Emperor's Cup in the past three competitions in 2022. The New Year's tournament was about time for those in the upper echelons to make their presence felt. This year's first championship wasn't decided until the final match on the final day. Another Megashira was trying to steal the limelight, but one of the sports elites was itching to end his long dry spell. Big stars dimming. With the relegation of Mitakumi and Shodai from the second-highest rank of Ozeki, only two Rikishi in the top two ranks were listed on the Banzuk. One was Yokozuna Teranofuji, the other was Ozeki Takakisho. It was the first time in 125 years for only one Rikishi in each rank to be in the lineup. The pressure was on both of them to deliver high-level performances. Top man drops out. Fans were hoping Terunofuji would make a strong return after being sidelined in the past two competitions. However, that was not to be. The 31-year-old Yokozuna decided to stay out due to a slow recovery from the knee operation he had in October. The news was demoralizing for his supporters, but I think the decision was wise. He's still dealing with knee pain, and he easily could have re-aggravated his injury. Everyone wants to see Terunofuji back, but we're willing to wait until he's 100%. Lonozeki shines under bright lights. The Yokozuna's absence meant that number 2 Takakisho needed to step up. The 26-year-old Ozeki came agonizingly close to winning a championship in November competition, but he lost in a playoff. Prior to the New Year's tournament, Takakisho told me he was focused on moving up to Yokozuna. That added to his determination to get the job done and win his first title in more than two years. Takakisho stumbled early and suffered his first defeat on day two. He bounced back though and won his next eight matches to lead the pack. Back-to-back -back setbacks on days 11 and 12 allowed his longtime rival Onosho to take sole possession of the lead. Then came the showdown on day 13, Onosho versus Takakisho. The match reflected what was at stake, with the two trading fierce thrusts. In the end, Takakisho shoved Onosho out of the ring to reclaim a share of the lead. That put him in a tie with Onosho and another rank-and-filer, Kota Shoho. The victory also gave Takakisho his confidence back with two days left to show it. On day 14, Takakisho and Kota Shoho won their bouts, but Onosho suffered his fourth loss. So, heading into the final day, Takakisho and Kota Shoho were tied at 11-3. Day 15, Takakisho against Kota Shoho. Kota Shoho attacked with a fierce frontal charge, but the Ozeki firmly held his ground. He then quickly seized a deep left-hand upper body grip on the young up-and-comer and with no hesitation swung Kota Shoho down to the clay. Takakisho claimed his third top division title. During the victory ceremony, Takakisho said he had been frustrated with his recent performances, but he felt his efforts were finally paying off. And Ozeki is expected to win every time he steps into the ring, he observed. Nevertheless, he said he embraces the pressure because it kept him motivated as he struggled during the past two years. Congratulations to Takakisho for hoisting the Emperor's Cup again after more than two years. Youth shows potential. Although Takakisho came through, Kota Shoho deserves a lot of credit for going toe-to-toe -to -toe with him. Kota Shoho wasn't on anyone's radar as a contender for the championship. He had posted a losing record in each of the past four tournaments. 
This time, he kept his foot on the gas and sped ahead to an impressive collection of wins. I'm sure it was a good learning experience. Afterwards, the 23-year-old said he was able to compete at a high level throughout the 15 days because he was in great shape. He also cited the ability to stay focused, which enabled him to get the upper hand at the onset of his bouts. Kudos to Kota Shovo for proving his doubters wrong. His next challenge is to show he can go the distance and win at the end. Special Prize Winners Runner-up Kota Shoho received the Fighting Spirit Prize. The sumo elders praised his grit in remaining in contention all the way. 26-year-old Mongolian Kiribayama took home the Technique Prize. He used eight different winning techniques to score a total of 11 wins. Kiribayama competed at Kamasubi, the fourth-highest rank. He's expected to be promoted to Sekiwake for the next competition. Looking ahead. It's never too early to talk about the next competition, in this case, the spring tournament. Takakisho will be on a mission to earn promotion to the top rank of Yokozuna. Winning another title in March would leave no doubt about his qualifications. Even if he doesn't win the Emperor's Cup in Osaka, I believe he can make a case for himself by scoring 13 wins. He's racked up a double-digit winning record in each of the past four tournaments, and I suppose the sumo elders value his consistency. Once again, Takakisho personally told me that he wants to make the rank badly. Let's see whether he can rise to the occasion. Of course, we'll also be keeping an eye on Terano Fuji. After a three-tournament hiatus, will he be back to Yokozuna's strength? We'll find out in March. I'm also watching Wakamotaru. Making his debut competing at the fourth-highest rank of Kamasubi this time, he posted an impressive 9-6 record. He stands a chance of being promoted to Sekiwake. If that happens, the brother duo of Wakamotaru and Wakatakakage will be competing at Sekiwake together in the same tournament. You don't see that very often. I have the feeling Wakamotaru is about to make a big statement. Kiribayama went 11 wins and 4 losses and put the other combatants on notice to watch out. He's learning from former Yokozuna Kakoryu. No wonder he's getting better quick. Kakoriya told me that Kiribayama has a good work ethic and could even take home the Emperor's Cup someday. Might it be in March? Don't ignore Asanoyama either. The 28-year-old rejoined the second-tier Juryo division this time and promptly won the championship there. He's expected to come back to the top Makuchi division in March. All I can say is look out. The former Ozeki wants to prove he belongs in the big leagues. With a bunch of young up-and-comers all ready to take some big steps, the March tournament should be really exciting. It's called the Araru Harubasho, the Stormy Spring Tournament, because it often turns into a blustery contest. March Madness in Osaka will be a dandy, so mark your calendar for March 12th, when the wild wind starts blowing. Hiro Morita Play-by-play -play sumo announcer, host of Grand Sumo Preview Slash Review Slash Highlights